phone up to be buzzed in the door, I think, for the f- next uh, few hours anyway. Yeah, you wonder if uh, some of the younger uh, kids at CBN even know what a push-button phone is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. But, uh, it's a bygone thing. Well, this uh, weekend, of course, was a bit of a hoot. <laughs> uh, a weekend and a week of... Strange stories about politics, sex, and money. It's got all the makings of movie uh, action for Hollywood, I'm sure. But uh, very interesting that in a week in which, you know, we have news stories about John Ensign finally resigning, Bin Laden and pornography in the compound. Uh, No one knows if it's his or not. Conan the Barbarian. And Newt the Contrarian. <laughs> We've got Dump the Trump, who uh, decided that he, Trumpy Dumpty, sat on a, in a hall, his hair on a pedestal. <laughs> he had a great fall. All the GOP's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Trumpy Dumpty back together again. <laughs> well, he was never really all that well put together to begin with, of course. No, his his apex in the polls was 19% of the GOP uh, contingency. And obviously, while he was getting roasted in Washington a couple of weeks ago, Obama had made the decision to go after Osama. And, of course, this spectacular arrest over the weekend involving Dominique Strauss-Kahn. <laughs> the name itself is enchanting. <laughs> It's a bit of French, a bit of German, uh, a little Persian. Southwest Asian <laughs> yes. uh, thing going there. Pakistani. Uh, very bizarre story. Uh, obviously, the facts are, are uh, few and hard to find at this point, but uh, this has all of the makings of either one of the biggest boneheaded moves in, uh, in uh, political history or a brilliant political setup and frame job but it is interesting first of all the fact that he was identified in a police lineup the day after his picture is plastered over every newspaper in new york city uh, doesn't mean much to me i would only caution people out there to remember the blue dotted woman in the william kennedy smith case from many years ago and the duke lacrosse case from Oh, five or six years ago, in which I cautioned a friend of mine who was very uh, willing early on to implicate the Duke lacrosse team in this stripper sex assault um, event to uh, wait for the facts to come out, because they will come out, and it's uh, bizarre with all of this technology and recent scandals, by the way, involving... The ability of cell phone companies to track your whereabouts at all times. Uh, this uh, character, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, who's uh, the head of the IMF, International Monetary Fund. No surprise, by the way, that he was getting on a plane because he had meetings scheduled the next day in Europe. So don't jump to conclusions yet about this. I haven't. I'll let the uh, talking heads in the media do that. And... Uh, Watch with uh, some amusement, but some uh, concern. 
So, who knows where any of this is going, but uh, it occurred to me after Huckabee announced that he's not running, we predicted that those presidential hopefuls would be falling quickly, and they have. Well, the funny thing about Huckabee is that uh, just some weird uh, juxtaposition of interests and uh, language here in his official announcement that he's not going to seek the Republican nomination for presidency. Um, this is just a little bizarre here, and you wonder how clearly he's thinking about any of this stuff. But this uh, from Richard McGregor and Matt Kennard's article in the uh, Financial Times of this morning, May 16th, 2011. Uh, Huckabee adds to Republican despair. Mr. Huckabee staged his announcement to maximum dramatic effect, keeping it until the end of his Fox News show on Saturday evening, following a segment in which the bass-playing politician jammed with Ted Nugent on the rock guitarist's signature song, Cat Scratch Fever. Ooh. Well, we'll come back to that point in just a moment. <laughs> but the article continues, Mr. Huckabee, a Southern Baptist minister a fact I'd like you to remember, said he had made the decision after, quote, intense prayer, uh, close quote, without the guidance of political consultants. Quote, the decision is not a financial or economic one. It's a spiritual one, he said. I had inexplicable inner peace. All the factors said go, and my heart says no. But his recent focus, the article concludes, has been on his Fox show, and his new company, Learn Our History, which teaches American history through animated videos. And no doubt this is how uh, many of the Tea Party people learn about their American history yes. is through cartoons. And I'm not going to knock cartoons as educational vehicles. Of course, we all grew up with Schoolhouse Rock. and uh, Bugs those, Bunny, in my case. Bugs Bunny, of course, was quoted like gospel in my neighborhood, too. So, uh, Where would I have I learned about the Barber of Seville and Napoleon? <laughs> There's a lot to learn from the uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. And furry monsters. <laughs> Not so sure uh, how much learn our history has to offer, but okay, so where to begin with this? Uh, the inexplicable inner peace that he likely had arrived at has got to be due to the fact that, let's face it, Running for president has got to be one of the most uh, hellacious experiences you could submit yourself to. Yeah. It's, it's got to be worse than, you know, a, a rectal exam and a root canal, you know, simultaneously performed uh, in a manner of speaking. And so it's easy to see how one could arrive at inner peace by declining to run for president. But why a Southern Baptist minister is jamming with Ted Nugent on Cat Scratch Fever. Dude, haven't you listened to the lyrics to that song? <laughs> you know that's about sex with minors? Uh, hello. Or maybe French maids. <laughs> or perhaps French maids. I, you know, uh, and you know, I have to admire the Nuges, you know, hunting aesthetic. I've got no problem with hunters and hunting. I think there's a natural alliance uh, that uh, exists between environmentalists and hunters. Uh, it's Ted Nugent's, you know, completely brain-dead right-wing ideology that uh, I find deeply problematic. Not his uh, wild man hunting uh, aspect. That's okay. But why Huckabee is jamming with the Nuge 
and can still call himself a Southern Baptist minister, I, at the end of the day, am perplexed. <laughs> well, inquiring minds want to know. We, of course, know that Ted Nugent endorsed uh, Huckabee in the last uh, go-around, and uh, I noticed he's going to be at Pine Knob later this summer, so go with your binoculars and see if you can spot Gomer Pyle playing bass. Boo, 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 doo, boo, doo, boo. <laughs> Scanning the front row for... Appropriately aged groupies. And probably wearing a gas mask from all the dubiage that's <laughs> floating around that outdoor arena. So, okay, Huckabee's down. Um, but not out. But not out. And, of course, he'll still be around because he's got a Fox show. So why run for office when you've got a job in the right wing's most powerful media machine? And, of course, Trump, you know, in announcing his... Uh, decision not to run he he cited his television show as one of the main reasons of course. <laughs> hey i have a paying gig already um so does ron paul who of course is a republican congressman from texas he's announcing his candidacy for the presidency on thursday well he's already announced and amazingly just this last week speaking of uh, interesting characters uh he's uh pretty much declared that he would not have voted for the Civil Rights Act, so he gets himself back into the Rand right. Paul uh, kerfluffle from uh, last year that um, Ron Paul is not going to go away as a candidate. That's what's interesting about his involvement in this race. Uh, one can only look forward to the debates that uh, feature Newt Gingrich and Ron Paul um, probably attacking Mitt Romney Endlessly, because he is a man who's afraid of his own shadow. Uh, he can't seem to make up his mind about the health care uh, operation that he uh, passed in Massachusetts that he's now denouncing. He's defending what he did in Massachusetts, but denouncing Obamacare at the same time and the inconsistency of this problem. Uh, remains uh, along with other flip-flops. So Romney's problem is that he uh, looks like a presidential c candidate. He, in fact, is wealthy enough to be one and is certainly mainstream enough, but he's sort of still confused about who he is. Well, in his own party, uh, much of his own party uh, finds him unacceptable. Yeah, and he's got the Mormon problem, which, uh, ironically, there may be another Mormon <laughs> joining the race, uh, uh, Mr. Huntsman. At some point, we'll, we'll see if that develops. Uh, Tim Pawlenty, uh, Mr. Lumberjack, <laughs> remains invisible. Um, but he's apparently going to remain in the race. Uh, Sarah Palin, who knows, with, with her, but she's got a TV show, I seem to remember. Well, wasn't that going to be canceled? <laughs> or maybe a Twitter show or something. <laughs> Twitter show. She's, she's a Twitch show. Uh, so this, but, yeah, uh, this, Well, her and Michelle Bachman, of course, too, is... Uh, and we're... You know, on the outside edge, looking in of a of a coming showdown within what's called the Tea Party, because as it gets more organized and begins to hire more professional advertisers and demographics experts, and becoming more like a traditional political party, it's sort of removing itself from its inspirational base. Um, and so how viable really is the Tea Party in another a couple of months? Well, that's going to be the interesting, um, shall we say, denouement of what happens to the Republican Party, because I think that um, Mitch Romney's big problem, Mitt Romney, uh, Mitch Daniels, by the way, is also involved in a, 
minor sex marriage scandal that we don't need to go into, but just think uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton. It's, it's rather strange to have your, your wife leave you uh, in the 1980s and come back and remarry you 10 years later or whatever, but that's... <coughs> neither here nor there um so he's another uh, i hope bachman gets in the race because then at least we can call the candidates uh, snow white and the seven dwarfs <laughs> with uh newt Isn't she more like the uh, wicked stepmother though that's what i'm saying palin and <laughs> bachman can have a very strange uh, uh interaction involving the snow white myth and the seven dwarfs will be up there with the newt uh Ross Perot will have to get back in the action. That's right. He's hey. All you got to do my thunder. All you got to do is look under the hood. <laughs> we can fix American problem by lifting up the hood and looking under the hood. Uh, and of course, you know the debt ceiling. Speaking of looking disaster. under the hood, uh, it, it's time to ask. You know what is the Republican Party's real goal here? Is it to destroy the obama presidency uh, even at the expense of utterly ruining for a second time in less than a decade the entire u.s economy yeah i mean the debt ceiling debate is is fascinating because actually today in theory was supposed to be the the deadline but uh like uh the man that's not quite dead <laughs> the debt ceiling uh issue has returned and uh, Tim, Timothy uh, August second, I think. Yeah, they that's the new to. date after they do some interesting accounting gimmicks and whatnot. It's interesting, by the way, in an article uh, by Michael Tomaski in the uh, New York Review of Books, dated May twenty sixth, two thousand eleven, the most recent edition. I've read a couple of the articles thus far in this edition. Uh, uh, it's uh, fascinating that um, in talking about the deficit debate and what the numbers are and how you interpret the numbers uh david leonard who uh i think won a pulitzer prize recently for economic reporting but anyway he writes for the new york times pointed out in his uh april 13th uh, article do nothing congress is a cure uh points out that if uh, congress were to allow the bush tax cuts to expire for all taxpayers at the end of 2012 which would happen if they simply did nothing, 75% of the deficit problem would be addressed over the next five years. So that's the, at the heart of the debt problem that everyone is uh, talking about, the, you know, the return of... That seems like an easy fix. That's an easy fix. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Obama, in recently peddling his own budget proposal, uh, announced that he would uh, not extend the Bush tax cuts any further. Obama, of course, has made this distinction about the 250000 income issue, mm -hmm. and that's certainly a negotiable thing. But it strikes me in, in the analysis by Tomaski, among other things, he points out that virtually all of the uh, Ryan proposal that the, uh, the interestingly Newt and Meet the Press yesterday, entitled Meet the Candidates... <laughs> Uh, he denounced the GOP Medicare plan as too radical. So Newt is this brilliant chameleon, um, which brings me to my limerick about Newt. Oh, good. <laughs> I love limericks. There once was a congressman named Newt whose ideas were derived from a coot. His ego was astounding. His behind was abounding. He had difficulty fitting into his suit. Nay, his rhetoric was one of a brute. 
Oh, well, Newt, of course, uh, has, of course, brought the uh, machinery of uh, government to a grinding halt before. Yeah, he's experienced at government shutdowns and uh, falling flat on his face. And by the way, I want to uh, denounce some of the revisionism that I've seen already appearing regarding Newt and why he was forced out of the speaker's job. Indeed he was. It was not because, as Joe Scarborough asserted today on Morning Joe, that I was watching sort of back and forth with the uh, updates on the uh, DSK demise uh, in New York, waiting for uh, those tabloids to report their headlines. No, he wasn't um, forced out of the leadership uh, position of Speaker of the House, as Joe Scarborough put it, because he was, quote, willing to cut deals with the Democrats. He was forced out because he was in a sex scandal (laughs) that the Republicans were trying to manipulate at the time in their favor to impeach the president. Right. And if you will recall, in 1998, uh, the House Republicans lost, I can't remember whether it was five seats or six seats, but whatever the, whatever the case was, if they didn't rush through the impeachment of Bill Clinton in 1998 through the lame duck session of Congress, it never would have happened. So America was involved in this whole... Every, uh, everything on the agenda was really put on the back burner yeah. so that the Republicans could publicly spank bill clinton yeah and by the way that was when the um the graham uh phil graham i am a friend of bob dole (laughs) (laughs) the texas frog fired uh, from the john mccain presidential campaign Ah. team uh, a couple of uh years ago because he called americans whiners uh that's when he inserted the uh, infamous uh uh repeal of Glass-Siegel that was attached to a continuing resolution that kept the budget, the government afloat at yeah. the time. One of those uh, little items that always appeared at the last second to keep the government running. Uh, sex scandals abound in the GOP, by the way. There, there's a special election, by the way, upcoming in uh, upstate New York involving Christopher Lee, the man that posted the... Uh, the shirtless pictures of himself on the internet. Oh, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There was no sex, but... Uh, he certainly was trying. <laughs> Does someone want to? He was attempting... me? He was attempting. Uh, Soliciting, I think it could be called. His calls were going unanswered. <laughs> apparently, apparently somebody recognized him and said, wait a minute. I know that man. That's not uh, who he says he is. He's not a uh, divorced father of two or whatever he claimed. <laughs> He's my congressman. <laughs> well, I see in the back uh, inside back cover of the uh, current issue of Harper's Magazine that Larry Flint has teamed up with uh, David Eisenbach to write a book called One Nation Under Sex. Over 200 years of scandalous sexual antics from America's political leaders. Could probably be an encyclopedia. Uh, yeah, frankly, uh, encyclopedia. So yeah. Well, Newt's, of course, uh, was really bizarre, and it's amazing that the guy uh, has the moxie, uh, even the chutzpah, to seek public office again. The dude divorced a woman while she was in a cancer treatment facility. Yeah, and I think the other one had MS. Yeah. So. so- he has a uh, tr- proven track record of emotional 
indifference at best and cruelty at worst. Why would you want a guy like that as your chief executive? Why would the Republican Party want him as their spokesman? I mean, that's how empty their hand is. Well, and I'm convinced that he's really running. Uh, I, I'm First of all, I'm sure he'll actually perform admirably in the debates compared to the remainder of those dwarves well, that's on, just it. <laughs> on stage. But I think the real reason he's running is to sell more videos, apparently. Yeah, he's he a wife. Uh, self-promotional huckster, if ever there was. They don't live in Georgia, actually. They live in the Washington area and uh, operate a very profitable um, publishing video company, um, probably similar to how one learns about well, American history. Yeah, William Bennett sort of uh, began that trend for uh, ex-Reagan era officials to get into the so-called educational videos for children mm -hmm. business. Uh, he even had a program on television for a while American Tales of Virtue or some nonsense. Pretty pretty pathetic affair. I think even children would find it pretty thin on entertainment. Yes. Well, think of... Bill Bennett is not somebody who you associate with entertainment. Maybe a little gas. Yeah, and if you go uh, dressed as a political candidate this... Uh this upcoming Halloween, think of Tinky Winky. Be Newt, Newt Gingrich dressed as Tinky Winky. <laughs> that will get the right wing riled up about Newt, as if he doesn't have enough problems. Uh, but, he'll, yeah, he'll be uh, at least interesting, to say the least. And, of course, Ron Paul, in the first d debate, uh, the, I, I, I missed it, but I did see the clip of Ron Paul uh, uh, basically uh, proposing... Uh, <laughs> legalization of prostitution and hard drugs so i think he's going to have some problems well um, with the republican base certainly i think there's been uh but he's financed well enough that he'll, he, he can remain in the race and he's going to get some votes anyway whether he can actually win any states i'd say that's up in the air i think that one of the deficiencies of the american political process is this over focus on Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, because those are the first three primaries. And I think that skews the nomination in uh, very unfortunate ways. Well, and of course, as we've said before on numerous occasions, that the entire process is way too lengthy, yeah. way too expensive, uh, way too likely to lead to, you know, the sort of corporate buy-off of uh, media and advertising time that have led to such a you know, mockery of the entire process. It uh, should be much shorter. It should be, uh, should the emphasis should be on debates rather than attack ads and uh, yeah. personal, uh, you know, feel good pieces. Uh, which candidate would you rather have a beer with? Uh, that's an absurd premise for. Uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's how you pick a friend, not a, a president um, or a congressman. It's it's a ridiculous uh, process. Um, so no surprise. No surprise, and, and you can see, and by the way, in all the money that's been pouring into this uh, special election in upstate New York, um, the, the, the just absolutely um, horrendous effect that this money has uh, in the political process, because at the end of the day, a lot of this is coming down to TV ads more than mm -hmm. uh, uh, issues, and of course... Uh, the amount of money that the Koch brothers uh, threw into the uh, 2010 congressional elections is, is astonishing and is still uh, being investigated. But Karl Rove's uh, group is very active in the upstate New York special election, and there's a problem there. This has been a Republican seat for 
many, many years. This is the former seat of Jack Kemp, hmm. um, Bill Paxton, and the shirtless <laughs> Christopher Lee, I believe is his name. <laughs> Christopher, don't call me Hammer Horror. He's still Lee. looking for that date. <laughs> Uh, but of course, uh, maybe one of Bin Laden's w- wives is available. Yeah, apparently they're to be in- interrogated. I think probably not waterboarded, though. Uh, although, however, if uh, they should fall into the hands, uh, the clutches of Eric Prince, um, the founder of Blackwater, who has since uh, sold off that firm, which uh, intriguingly, as we've discussed before, renamed itself. Uh, you couldn't have chosen uh, a better name for an organization that you just don't want people to talk about at all. Give it an unpronounceable, almost unreadable name. Blackwater is, of course, now called XE. Z. Capital yeah. X, small E, pronounced Z, perhaps XE. Uh, who knows? It's just, don't don't say it. It's just something you don't say. Um, but uh, I don't know if you've heard about his latest maneuver. He has oh, relocated yeah. his family to Abu Dhabi. Apparently to escape persistent scrutiny of Blackwater's record in Iraq and elsewhere. And, of course, how much money did Blackwater make out of the Iraq debacle? Millions. Millions of dollars. Uh, hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions no. of dollars for a very questionable uh, return. Um, this, by the way, the government... manslaughter charges for a number of their employees. Yeah, this is part of the government spending, by the way, that the, uh, that the GOP... F- other than Ron Paul, uh, doesn't even want to uh, look at the defense spending right. is called um, non-discretionary spending, even though it is uh, indeed discretionary spending. Yeah, so you know, uh, Ron Paul deserves credit for that because this is where America needs to cut the spending to trim the fat. I mean, we're getting nothing but headaches and uh, hassle and more difficulties from uh, this kind of uh, ignorant and uh, misguided spending. Uh, such as we've thrown towards Blackwater. But uh, uh, currently, his new project for Mr. Prince in Abu Dhabi, he's been hired by Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, uh, the crown prince, to recruit, quote, an American-led force of mainly South American former soldiers through a company called R2, with a view to countering a perceived threat from Iran and bolstering domestic security. Uh, probably there's a greater threat of domestic security than an attack from Iran at this point as uh, ripples of unrest spread through the Mideast and these uh, very wealthy emirates and potentates uh, get the jitters a little bit in their palaces. Mm-hmm. I know, let's hire some mercenaries. Uh, whether or not this guy will ever be investigated for uh, his numerous crimes, uh, war crimes, economic crimes, who knows? He's out of our clutches now. But that's one approach. And Assad can comment to one of his aides, Mandrake, the Hessians are coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, the privatization of the American military, which is was a process that uh, really was one of the brainchilds of Dick Cheney and yeah. uh, Donald Rumsfeld, um, this, this idea of... Uh, Privatizing everything connected to the Pentagon, which w- went rampant throughout the um, the Bush administration. You know, fascinating that the census data showed that uh, four of the five richest counties in America are all around the Washington area, suburban areas of Washington, D.C., where many of this uh, 
these private security companies and the privatization of the American military are uh, corp, you know, corporate headquarters are based there. The, these people are um, raping the uh, American taxpayers with virtually no scrutiny whatsoever, um, and it's uh, unfortunate. Uh, John Boehner, weeper of the House, has uh, put tax cuts off the table. <laughs> um, this is very unfortunate and uh, needs to be remedied rather quickly. Um, as for Conan the Barbarian, he's apparently going to go back into the movie business. Can't wait for those uh, <coughs> Schwarz- <laughs> Schwarzenegger movies. Well, if uh, any listeners out there have uh, not yet treated themselves to the uh, wonders that can be found in the commentary track on the DVD of Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> oh my God, it is a comedy classic, uh, Arnold and the Director get drunker and drunker as mm-hmm. the film plays out and the uh relevance of their commentary uh dwindles rapidly from about the 12 minute mark so uh treat yourself to a, a laugh fest and uh, watch that dvd with the commentary track and wonder this man went on to have a political career yeah and one wonders what became of orrin hatch's idea to amend the constitution uh to accommodate uh conan <laughs> Because yeah, he, he wanted him to run for president right. a couple of years ago. Well, you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and this is the program Gray Matters. We'll be running over a little bit today as Jerry Mack uh, makes his way over here for the Yazoo City Calling Blues program. Yeah, and he, he may be in a rowboat with all the yeah. rain we've been having. And, of course, Yazoo City uh, down there in Mississippi is one of those areas that's... Uh, Vulnerable to the creek backups that are occurring along the Mississippi, mm-hmm. along with the levees that are being uh, deliberately. Well, this is the coolest and most overcast May we've had in a couple of years, anyway. Yeah, it's it's okay. The lilacs are going to last longer, so I got no problem with a little it. Little longer. It, it'll get hot later, folks. Don't worry. It'll get plenty hot. In fact, we had a day last week that was eighty something. Yeah, yeah eighty four. Strangely hot, but uh, wanted to quickly uh, observe regarding the latest uh, unemployment numbers. That came out mm, a couple weeks ago. You know, the rate went up slightly, but it's interesting that 244,000 jobs were created. Uh, every sector of the economy, by the way, virtually created jobs except government. <laughs> They're cutting government. And if you want to see where the uh, Bush administration was uh, creating jobs during their uh, tenure, you will find their job increases in government that we just talked about. The rapid proliferation of the security firms connected to the war on terror for instance uh the creation of the department of homeland security and the need to build taco bells in the green zone yeah and um keep air-conditioned uh troops uh uh housed in in bases in the middle of deserts in both iraq and afghanistan very interesting that even manufacturing added 29,000 jobs. I'm getting these numbers from CNBC. Retail uh, added uh, professional services, 51,000. The leisure industry, 46,000. Uh, even construction added 5,000 jobs. So while this jobs report is not, uh, we're not out of the woods here with marginal increases in retail sales, uh, There's there's a kind of meandering economy that seems to be slowly but surely helping Obama, his big problem has been gas prices. Um, That's the visible 
area where there's dissatisfaction uh, amongst the American public regarding Obama, and it will be fascinating, but uh, not very probable that we're going to have any sort of coherent energy policy to address this issue. Yeah, one uh, can only hope, uh, as we've been hoping for some time now, that this country 